0: I'm happy to have on the show today, Naveen Sharma. He's the founder of Protection Shield. They're an AI-powered cybersecurity platform. And we are just talking about how you got into this, how you had an early attack on data centers, both within a company you're working on and your own. And then you realized how costly it was to protect them properly. So what was that journey like and what has been your solution today? Perfect.
1: My name is Dr. Naveen, and I have a doctorate in this subject only. And my story come, starts with this situation, this problem only. So this is my pain, area of pain. This was the, my problem. But this was a very common problem for any IT infrastructure. So when we found that the largest, one of the largest hyperscaler was under attack, and it was down for four hours, they were not able to pro- mitigate the attack. They were not able to protect themselves later after two months my own one of the data center IT infrastructure that I was managing I was the founder it was under a huge denial of service attack though we were small and the attack size was a little not that huge using some third-party protection it was possible to protect ourselves but the cost of protection is too high compared to what the attackers was asking so I calculated the size of attack if I'm getting a protection from the protection company. It is going to cost me more than 200K while the attackers asked me 20K. So that day I paid the ransomware and, but I was a CTO. It hurts my ego. That day I decided if not me, then who, and if not now, then when. So there should be a solution for this problem. The problem is very common and not yet solved. When there is a huge attack of a lot of traffic coming from all, the, all over the globe, all the communities sending attacks, sending the traffic on you, you cannot handle this. Neither biggest hyperscaler cannot even manage, mitigate the traffic. It's companies cannot afford the solutions that is available in that system. So I started doing my di- doctorate in this subject only and I found a solution. These are the community-driven attacks and if your whole community is unknown unknowingly online, online, behind you like sending attack packets on you you cannot protect yourself and the community only can help you so we come up with the idea if you having attack from the whole group can protect you so we started using a spare bandwidth of community that is called we started you aggregating the spare bandwidth each organization having IT infrastructure, or ISPs or data center setting, some spare bandwidth always available. Like on the peak hours, you are maybe 80%, 90% consumed. But on the off peak hours, you are almost 70%, 80% free. We are aggregating this spare bandwidth. And using this, we have we'll a use this bandwidth available for a very fractional of actual cost because that bandwidth is almost spare. That is a, nothing for them. It's a... So we are using that, band- that bandwidth and using that bandwidth, we can protect any size of denial of service attacks. We can mitigate that. So initially the system was very simple, where we aggregating the spare bandwidth, we using it to protect the victims at a very almost 10 times less price. And then we started integrating the AI system. We started developing the artificial intelligence system. that lands the real-time traffic from the real-time traffic. And they already know that there is going to be a denial of service attack. And we, our AI system already started working on the protection. But if you'll see most of the time, any of these existing DDoS protection system, there is a small downtime of few seconds, but in our system, because it already knows using the AI, there is no downtime. At the same time, our AI is a little different because we are using community intelligence. So what is community intelligence? Community intelligence means what I have learned in past. You no need to learn it again. So what in my infrastructure with my AI, artificial intelligence systems, what my systems are learning, this learning immediately shares to all the other community members. And once they are in the same situation, they already know that there is a problem and this is the solution. So this is how we started working on a very different approach. And you can say this is the next version of AI. So till now, when we talk about AI, we are working on different even sometimes two or three organizations collaborating with each other to learn by sharing the data. But here we are sharing the learn the models. So this is very effective. If I have learned something with some attacks, I'm going to share it to you. Now you can refine it and you can again share it to others. So this is how that is called community intelligence. At the same time, we also called it community immunity. What does mean initially our system was just mitigating the denial of service attacks. But because our AI system, what we found that we having in our data center, some intelligent, some very big brand name firewalls, but they were not able to detect some type of cyber attacks that all AI systems were able to detect. So we started developing the uh, private call globally distributed firewall. So the globally distributed firewall is the second part of protection shield. The first part is the mit- mitigation of denial of service attack. The second part is globally distributed firewall. So globally distributed firewall is a cloud sourcing based system where a small player doesn't matter that attack to him, but from this attack, all the community learns about this attack. And as soon as any of the community members under this attack, all the the community members are now immune against this attack. So this is our second part of this product. That is, we have already developed it. And now the final product is because we're having a lot of data centers and ISPs are getting connected with each other by 2030 70% of web 2 will be converted to web 3 applications and the cloud computing is now converting in the distributed cloud computing so we are working on an edge computing platform and that is called distributed edge compute because this is not possible not with any hyperscale this is not possible that For edge computing is used for AR, VR, augmented reality and gaming and nearby processing system. It is going to be the most demanding things by 2030, I believe. It is going to be the demand will be more than double of what the cloud computing demand is today. This is going to be more than 2,000 billion USD of the market. At that time, I don't think that because you need a maybe very nearby data centers. So maybe 5,000 different data centers are required to serve the edge computing. And this is not possible with, with any of the hyperscalers. If you are, the, you will give the name, the biggest hyperscalers are having less than 100 data centers. So what we are developing now is an edge computing platform where all these players, all the ISPs, all the data centers, all big IT infrastructures can be part of edge computing platform. They can share their compute. And again, it's all their spare resources that they are going to use. But you are going to be a very large edge computing system. And these organizations will really start getting, they're already getting a revenue stream using their, by sharing their spare bandwidth. By sharing their spare CPU, they will be able to get additional revenue stream. This is what all we are doing.
0: So is this solution now able to handle the small business and the large corporation?
1: Just for the protection, we are capable to handle any type of like small businesses or the enterprises. Even we are also developing a system in, in collaboration, like even you having a firewall of X company, you can still use the knowledge base, the learning from our system. You can add an additional layer of protection for your enterprise to get an additional maybe then all 99% of type of attacks and all those things. But still, if you want to get an additional layer of protection and you cannot remove those security, you can get an additional layer of security that will protect you from just one or two percent. So, yeah, anyone can use it.
0: And now because of this approach, it's not the large cost that it used to be for this type, this level of protection, right?
1: Yes. So the denial of service attack mitigation, the cost is almost 10 times less than any existing provider or any hyperscaler that offers you to the market. This is 10 times less. There is no subscription fees and it goes as pay as you go model. In the same way, the price of firewall is also almost zero. At the same time, if you really sharing some intelligence to the system, some information to the system even, you are going to get some revenue from the system. You are not only protecting yourself, you are also generating the revenue for the system because it's a system for community by community.
0: Where are you at in your deployment of the technology out in the world?
1: We are not selling it online. Online, we are accepting the beta users but the individual customers based on the discussion, we are taking some customers on board based on the revenue model.
0: Okay. So if somebody wanted to get in touch and become a beta user or learn more, how could they do?
1: So they can visit our website, that is protectionshield.io, or they can send an email to info at protectionshield.io, or they can call me anytime on my US phone number, that is 919. 522-8959. Five two two eight
0: nine five nine. Thank you, Dr. Naveen, for coming on the show. This is a major problem, and it sounds like you really are getting in there and solving this. I love this community approach. Thanks, everybody, for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. Make sure to smash that subscribe button. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki, and we'll see you next time.